All right, guys. This is Shenanigans with Sunny Ray. Welcome back. And I have a very special show for you guys. I am so excited to tell you guys that I'm actually... This is actually going to be a political show, which is really crazy and really weird because I know people are thinking like, well, that's weird. Sunny Ray is doing something like this and it's, um, you know, not something I normally do, but um, I actually got a chance to sit down and interview um, the gentleman, uh, Roger Garcia, who is running for commissioner in Precinct 2. And what he will say will shock you. So you guys just have to stay tuned and see. Uh, We're going to have him here in the studio in a little bit. And I did want to say um, happy Valentine's Day. I know it's kind of late, whatever. Um, Also wanted to mention um, if you guys do want to go get some free food on me, go ahead and check out vitalkitchen.co. And you can use the promo code Sunny Ray, and you can get two free meals with no purchase necessary, which is amazing. I have actually lost, I think I've lost like 11 pounds, two inches around my waist, and I am going strong. I'm eating these meals on the go, and it's awesome. Um, I'm feeling so much better. I feel way healthier, and it's cool. It's um, it's a good way to start the new year, and... Um, you know, stay healthy. So in other news, um, that was Zavaya from The Four. Um, I'm pretty much obsessed with her. I don't know if anyone else watched The Four, but um, (laughs) normally I'm not really that into singing shows, but I will honestly tell you that the only reason I was watching this show, The Four, was because of Zavaya. And I bought all of her songs on iTunes. I'm completely obsessed. Um, I absolutely love her voice. She didn't win, but I think she has better things coming to her in the future. I mean, she's very young. She's 16, and her following went from, like, 2,000 to, like, she's now at, like, 1.3 million or something crazy like that, which is crazy cool and crazy awesome. Um, If you guys watched the show, you saw that she was competing to try to get a house for her and her mom. And, um, I'm pretty sure she's going to get that house. Uh, pretty sure she's got it. So the girl is super talented. I love the little Rasta style that she's got going on. And I mean, if she's listening, like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. Like I would literally die if she heard this, but, um, I absolutely love her. And yeah, so, um, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and bring in our guest here. Okay, so I do have our guest here. He is in the studio, and I would love for you to introduce yourself. Sure. My name is Roger Garcia. Welcome to the studio, Roger. I'm so happy to have you here, and I have so many questions for you. Sure. I'm glad to be here. So you are running for commissioner. I am running. I'm running for Harris County Commissioner Precinct 2. Okay, and so you were a lawyer for 35 years. Well, actually, I've been a lawyer for 34 years. I'll 34. start my 35th year in November. Okay. Correct. And I'm a graduate from the University of Texas Law School, and I got an undergraduate degree, uh, BA in political science from uh, the University of Texas in Austin also. 
Amazing. So you've been in Houston for a very, very long time. I've been in Houston my entire uh, career. I've been here about uh, 37 years. Okay, so um, I'm really excited about this because I do, I do want to tell you that, honestly, to be completely honest with you, I've never actually gone to vote except once in my life, and that was probably 10 years ago. And then when I came across what you were doing for our city, it just really hit me hard. And I was so, um, I guess I, I want to say I was just completely unaware of what you could actually do for our people. And, you know, when it comes to elections and voting and everything else like that, um, sometimes people take a blind eye to their own city and they just like look at voting as like, oh, okay, now I have to vote for Hillary or Trump or whatever. But really, like within your own city, you do have the choice to vote for people like yourself and, you know, other people that are voting. And we do have a say in what you're doing. And it's very, very important because you can actually change so many things for us and you can actually do so many things for us. And I just want to bring awareness to what you can actually do for our city. Sure. Well, the first thing that I want to let you know is um, you can still um, basically vote in November. Uh, it's a little too late for, to vote in the primary. The last day you could actually register to vote to vote in the primary, which is going to occur in the next couple of weeks, March 6th, uh, was February the 5th. But, of course, you could still vote in the general election. Anybody can uh, mm -hmm. register and vote. And, yes, it's extremely important that people do exercise their right to vote. I know that uh, millennials such as yourself, and I think <laughs> you're a young person, uh, are, have not participated, and it might be because they really don't have people like themselves uh, governing, uh, you know, offices and things like that. And so maybe you're not inspired to do that. Uh, I'm here to tell you that at least I am one of the candidates that hopefully can inspire some of you guys to, to come out here and vote. And then to get the, the question that you did ask, what is it that I can do for the city? It's more for the county. Of course, it, it, it interlaps between the county and the city. Uh, Commissioner's Precinct 2 covers uh, many jurisdictions. It covers um, East Houston, North Houston, Channel View, Pasadena, uh, Aldine, Huffman, Highlands, Laporte, um, uh, basically Deer Park, uh, Galena Park, uh, Jacinto City, uh, you know, and a whole lot of other small little jurisdictions. And but we do have basically a budget a budget of one point five billion dollars, and Precinct Two is kind of the biggest land mass and it has about two million occupants and so there is quite a bit that we can do for the city and the county we actually are in control of infrastructure such as bridges and roads uh we're in control of the levees um you know the barker cypress uh ad and attics uh reservoirs that control the flood waters from coming into the city and a whole lot of things we we controlled some of the education that is offered in the schools uh, around the county in the small little uh, unincorporated and unincorporated areas uh, we controlled uh, the indigent health care that is given to people that have no insurance in the county we control uh, indigent defend funds for people that don't have any lawyers when they're charged with small and large offenses, criminal offenses in the city and in the county. So, yes, we do do a lot, and it is a very important position, and it's very important that you do vote. So that is, I mean, for one, I do want to say that hits home for me because, like, I haven't voted for so long um, for, you know, things that have to do with my own city, and it is crazy because I have personally been affected by 
so many of these things. I mean, I go all around Houston, and that is such a broad, um, broad amount of people that you are touching for our city. I mean, it's we're one of the biggest cities in all of the U.S., and um, it is very, very important to vote. And sometimes people just they just don't realize how important it is. And um, you know, it's like you we really do need to vote because you can touch all of these people. This is such a big deal. Yes, sir. And if, if you would just let me. Uh, being like the commissioner for Precinct 2 is being like the mayor for 2 million people. That's right. basically what it boils down to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two, yeah. mi 2 million people that can vote. But like imagine like who those two, like their kids. Like my daughter's six years old. She can't vote. Mm -hmm. So like I have to basically vote on her behalf because the education system is such a big thing to me because... I mean, I'm not in school anymore, but my daughter is. And sometimes people say things. I heard someone say something the other day. Well, well, why do I need to worry about our education system? I'm not in school anymore. Well, what about your children? Right, right. That's so, correct. I mean, if you don't have an educated populace, then you don't really have, uh, uh, you know, a good and sound country or good and sound city or county. You have education is the key to all that. If, if you don't get educated then as you well know you don't have opportunities to get good jobs you don't have opportunities to buy good cars you don't have opportunities to be able to rent in good areas you don't have the opportunities to buy homes and eventually it catches up with you you're not going to be making the money that you need to and you possibly may get into situations where you have some health problems or you have some legal problems and then you're basically out of options at that point absolutely uh -huh. Um, so, uh, I just want to ask you, so what made you decide to want to run for this? Well, it's a uh, decision that I came to. First of all, I've never run for a political office. This is my first uh, political candidacy that I've ever done in my life, and I'm almost close to 60. I've been a lawyer, like I said, for almost 35 years. And I decided that I looked at the people that were running, and I felt that it was a whole bunch of career politicians. In fact, I... Uh, and I have an opponent, actually have, actually have three opponents, but two of those opponents are career politicians. And I'll tell you about, and I'm not going to name it, but mm -hmm. the particular opponent that I'm actually vying against, basically, is an ex-sheriff from Harris County. I'm not mm -hmm. going to name him. I think you can figure it out. <laughs> uh, he actually um, quit the post uh, one year before he was actually finished with it and decided to run for mayor against the current mayor, Sylvester Turner. That particular uh, opponent got beat by 30 points, which is like 30%. Uh, he uh, then reloaded and decided to run for CD, which is Congressional District 29, uh, and challenged a Democratic icon by the name of Gene Green, and also got beat pretty much with about 35 points at that point. Um, I think he's without a job. I think he needs wow. a job. And I guess he decided that uh, maybe he'd run again for this mm -hmm. particular office. In mm -hmm. the political world, they call those guys grasshoppers. They think that the grass is greener on the other side, so they start hopping from uh, basically candidacy to candidacy. And in this particular case, this is the gentleman that, that I'm actually facing. And when I saw that that was occurring, I said, look, it's going to be... Uh, uh, business as usual if I allow that to happen and I just couldn't at good conscience at that point just say you know what I'm just gonna let it happen I said I, I owe it to the good people of this district where I've lived in for so long to go ahead and, and and throw my hat in the ring which is what I've done that is amazing and I'm so glad that you brought that to my attention because a lot of people they just don't realize like 
they may have not voted for like the past two or three years and so they don't even realize who who is running and you know sometimes people just go in to go vote for one person like you know I know you have another family member that is running for something else as well I have my nephew that is running mm -hmm. actually for United States Congress in uh, Congressional District 29 that particular iconic uh, uh, gentleman that I mentioned Gene Green actually mm -hmm. retired about three months ago and so it opened it up and I felt that my nephew was also very qualified he's actually an Ivy League grad he's a University of Texas law grad and he's been a lawyer for approximately 27 uh, I'm sorry seven years and okay. he's about 32 years old and so I felt that he was very confident to take over that position at that point and I think he feels the same uh, passionate way I do about the people in CD 29 Congressional mm -hmm. District which, by the way, interlaps with uh, Precinct 2. Precinct 2 is a little bit bigger, but uh, uh, Congressional District fits into Precinct 2. That's how big the, the Precinct 2 uh, district area we have that we're running for. Yeah, so it is, it is a big area, and there is overlapping. I mean, we do live in such a big city that we have so many different little areas, but, I mean, that's very, very large. Right. But sometimes people just go in to go vote for one person, and they just have that one person in mind. And right. so when they see the other people that are running for something, they just kind of circle as if it's like, uh, he sounds better or he sounds better. They might not even realize that this person is just grass or whatever. What, what is A grasshopper. A grasshopper that's just jumping from thing to thing. And they just don't even know what this person can do. And so basically, like, I'm just, I'm so happy to be able to educate people on this and to just encourage young people to go vote. And it is coming up soon. And we do have a little like incentive for this because if you do go vote and you take a selfie, like I will send you some free stuff. We have the Vital Kitchen meals and we have the $10 gift card also from Amazon, which is really, really cool. I mean, it's free money. So just go ahead and go vote. No one else is doing that. And that's super awesome. Um, take a selfie. Just make sure you vote for the right people, sure. obviously. If, if your listeners are uh, residents of Precinct 2, and like I said, it's a very wide area. It goes into North Houston, goes into South Houston, and goes into East Houston, and the numerous other towns that I said, if, if they do belong to that area, I would appreciate a vote for Roger Garcia. I'm the number two uh, list on the ballot, uh, and my name is on the second page top right, and it's It'll say Harris County Commissioner Precinct 2, and I'm number two. There's a gentleman in front of me, and there's a gentleman underneath me, but I'm in the middle. I'm number two from the uh, from the top of the ballot. Just remember, Roger Garcia, don't worry about anybody else's other, you, other names. You so. know, they need to remember that uh, Roger means yes, you know, in most code. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody, uh, I, have you heard me, and you'll say, Roger. Did you copy that? Roger. So you just remember. Roger that. Yes, yeah, Absolutely. Roger that. It's I yes, love that. Garcia. So, um... What, um, I do want to ask you, so what are some of the things that you do want to change within our community? Well, the first thing that I probably want to change is, as you know, we hosted Harvey here a few months ago, and there was billions and billions of dollars worth of damages to a whole lot, not only the precinct too, but the whole community here. Uh, what I want to do is basically uh, be able to get something done, uh, I think regionally, maybe get the county, the city, the uh, counties contiguous, which are connected to Harris County, get the state and federal government to basically uh, get some monies to either uh, use our power of eminent domain to buy all these folks that have built in the reservoirs, such as the Attics Reservoir or the Cypress uh, Barker uh, or the Barker Cypress Reservoir. I need for basically the Corps of Engineers to help us uh, conduct some studies as to 
whether or not we need to buy additional land to be able to hold some of that water uh, to prevent much of the flooding that occurred uh, here in, uh, in Harris County. That's the first thing that I want to do. I want to be able to also uh, tackle problems with, um, you know, uh, the uninsured uh, people that don't have any major medical down in the Precinct 2 area. There's, uh, I'd say, uh, the last studies that were done here a couple of years ago said that 80% of the people that resided in Precinct 2 were uninsured. I'd like to see if we can get these folks some coverage, maybe expand uh, some additional funds for the indigent health care that we have, because right now we only have two hospitals, uh, LBJ and Bentob, and wow. it only takes like 6% of the budget from the commissioner's uh, court, and I'd like to see if we could expand that. I'd like to see if we could actually ask the state to uh, give us some additional Medicaid funds. I know that uh, some of the seniors that live in, in uh, Precinct 2 have Medicare, but even that doesn't cover most of their health problems. But And, of course, you know, I'd like to be able to bring uh, additional programs, to uh, after-school programs to the young students in, in the schools in Precinct 2. I'd like to get uh, uh, some uh, programs brought into the uh, health care and nursing homes for the, our seniors. I'd like to get, you know, the, you know, the different programs like uh, yogas, the tai chis, the uh, uh, knitting, the uh, uh, dance classes and things like that for the seniors so they don't waste away in the different nursing homes or where they uh, live nowadays. That is amazing, and I am so beyond, like, touched by this because it's like you don't hear people say these things, and I honestly can say that, like, I 100% feel the sincerity in what you are saying, and, like, all of these things completely touch me, and they all affect me, and this is something that um, it's, it just it, it makes you different than everybody right. else. And so I did also want to say, like, so... Um, I did forget one other thing. I, uh, one of my bullet points on my uh, push cards that I'm giving away will tell you that I'm actually donating 90% of my salary to the needy of Precinct 2, and that is to go for food, fuel, uh, clothing, or medical services. So I'm actually donating... Uh, the salary is $185,000. I'm actually donating 166 thousand dollars of that salary to the needy so i forgot to say so that, that is like a huge deal and that is absolutely insane and that is completely crazy and i 100 percent commend you on that because there is not a single person that i have ever heard say that and right. that is that just it just goes to show you that you are 100 percent trying to do this to benefit other people. You definitely don't need to do this for yourself because obviously you've been an attorney for 35 years. Everybody knows that if you're an attorney for that long, you obviously make bank, you can make money, you can get cases, but I mean, you're not doing that anymore. You're trying to run for this and you're trying to get people to vote for you because you're actually trying to benefit our city and the people that need help, like our education, our seniors, and like what you said about the healthcare and all those sure. things. Like I, you know, the, the deal is I, I want to be able to bring back what a public servant is all about. I know that the folks that are running against me in the primary, and there's actually three folks, but I've only mentioned one because I think he's the strong contender against me. I've actually challenged them to go ahead, and if they're not in it for the money, I've actually asked them to do as I do. If you're really not into the money and you really love the people that you live around with, then why don't you donate your monies? And, of course, none of them has picked up the challenge. Uh, you know, I was going to ask him to actually drop out of the race, but I think that would be a little too insane to do, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> 
So, I mean, so, I mean, yeah, of course they're not going to do that. And then, you know, it's like you really go head to head and you're, you're going to challenge these people. And you're going to be like, well, show me, like, are you a man of your word or are you a man of your money? Because clearly, like, you know, that goes to show, but I mean, none of them are going to take your offer because what you're doing is crazy and it is crazy cool and it is, it is amazing. But also, I did want to mention something to you. Um, you're actually, like, huge on Twitter, like you have like a huge following on Twitter. I, I like. do. I, I do a decent job. I've, yeah. you know, I, 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 I've been on Twitter maybe about a year and a half. I had to get on Twitter just to kind of soothe my mind after uh, Donald Trump, um, you know, became the fake president. And so, <laughs> as a result of uh, as a result of me needing a little therapy to talk to other people, I decided to write my thoughts on uh, Twitter and. Lo and behold, uh, you know, I, I didn't really know what I was doing when I started about maybe uh, a year and a half ago or a little less than a year and a half ago, actually, about maybe uh, 14 months ago. And, um, you know, people kept following me by the thousands daily. And I finally <laughs> had to reach out to a couple of guys, a couple of lawyers there on Twitter and say, hey, is this a normal deal? Does everybody? And uh, they said, no, 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 no. What you're doing and what you're saying is phenomenal kind of deal. So... That's I'm like, basically where I'm I've at. had Twitter for like five years and I only have like 2,000 followers, but you're like, <laughs> you're like almost at 100,000. I'm like, whoa, okay, like you're I, really doing things. It's all, it's amazing well, and I love that. So. Well, I think people, people uh, can relate to, you know, the, uh, uh, you know, like, I guess how badly we feel about what happened to our election, you know, uh, you know, about 14 absolutely. months ago kind of deal. Yeah, absolutely. So what we were, we were talking about earlier is like, a lot of people when it comes to voting, especially this year because of what happened and they just feel so discouraged and they feel so, you know, upset and depressed. And I've seen like just the reactions, especially from celebrities. I mean, Ellen even said on her show that she will never have Trump on her show because she will only have someone on her show that she supports and that she agrees with and, you know, all these other things. But it's like people are so discouraged from the election. But that is for the entire United States. So when it comes to your city, why are you not getting up and voting for the people that are trying to do things for your city? Because it's like a little, like, you know, pebble in a pond. It's like you have your big it's, one and then your small ones, and you should, you know. It's kind of difficult uh, to complain, though. I think everybody has a right to complain. But it's difficult to complain about, you know, 45 or, shall we say, the fake president when you really are not participating in the political process, it's very difficult. It's just basically like, uh, you know, not uh, being cognizant of what's going around you or what's happening around you. And, you know, you have to know what's going around you because uh, you want to stay alive. You want to be happy. You want to uh, be able to provide for your children. And uh, if, you, if you're under attack the way we are nowadays, uh, you do need to basically vote and, and become politically active, if possible. Yeah, absolutely. So um, on that note, when can they go vote? Okay. Uh, early voting, if in fact they are registered, uh, early ver voting begins uh, February the 20th, which is next Tuesday, mm -hmm. and it ends uh, March the 2nd. And then the primary election is actually when you can actually show up and vote without having to go at any time, like due, during the early early vote, voting uh, time, is March 6th. But it's, it's uh, the 20th of February through March 2nd for early voting. And you can go to any uh, early voting center where you live or where you work. And there's quite a few, actually. They're you don't, everywhere. Yeah, you don't actually have to come to your precinct to do mm -hmm. an early vote is what I'm saying. 
Right. They're at grocery stores or libraries. You can just use your smartphone and then Google and see where to vote and how to um, go vote in the early election. I mean, I'm a registered voter just because I always like to vote. And I I honestly have not voted in 10 years, but this is going to be the first year that I'm going to go vote. And I'm very excited about it. And I'm kind of embarrassed that I haven't voted in so long because I'm just now realizing all of these things. And... I just want to tell you that I'm so excited that you are running, and I am definitely going to go vote for you, and my entire family is going to vote for you. And um, Sure. Would, well, I appreciate if uh, any of your listeners have a question. My phone number is 713-926-8800. If you want to discuss or you have any questions concerning any issues, um, be happy to call me. I, I'll, I'll respond to you. You know, of course, like I said, I would hope that there would be issues concerning Precinct 2 or Harris County or the flooding issue or whatever uh, you might have some concerns about. Yeah, don't ask him about the traffic on 45, though, because that's not his deal. So. <laughs> um, well, I, I just want to thank you so much. I know you're super busy. You have this election coming up. Um, and I just want to have I want one more question before sure. you go, um, if you have the time. Sure. Um, so do you have any advice for young people trying to get started in law or politics? Well, I have a lot of advice for young people in education, of course. You know, um, if, you, if, if you really want to study law, um, you can, of course, um, get any kind of a college degree. You actually have to, and I'm going to give you the nuts and bolts. Uh, you'd have to take the LSAT. Uh, it's the law school admission test. And most people take a what is called a pre-LSAT course. It goes on for about three or four months. And then take the LSAT, and then at that point, uh, you know, there actually is uh, like a headquarters in one of these states, Maryland or something, where you get your transcripts, you get your LSAT scores, and then you get uh, to apply, or they send your particular documents to all of the law schools that you want to apply to. Of course, having said that, I think it's there's like a hundred or hundred and twenty five dollar application fee for every law school you want to do or you want to get into or want to have uh, consideration to get into. And of course, um, I don't necessarily know much about politics as I'm a brand new politician and I wouldn't even describe myself as a politician. I always want to describe myself as a lawyer, a trial lawyer. And that's what I'll continue to be. I hope uh, when this life is over, there, uh, my obit might read that he was a great lawyer because that is what I really want to be. I will take a, a sojourn to go into politics for you know four years and help my citizenry here in the precinct too. And then after that's done, I'll be coming back to what I love to do, which is try cases. That's amazing. Well, you've definitely been the voice of so many people in Houston considering that you've been doing this for over 30 years, and I mean, you can just literally just go Google your testimonies and people just praising you. Um, if you're trying to find anything bad about you, like, nobody's going to be able to find anything because, like, <laughs> it's all good, and it's it's amazing, and I just, um, I'm so appreciative for you to take the time out of your day to do our show, and if there's anything else that you want to add in. No, no problem. I, I was glad to, that you uh, had me here on your show, and, um, you know, I'd like to thank your listeners to uh, basically listen to me, and maybe they can get educated a little bit. And uh, possibly vote for me. Again, my name is Roger Garcia. There's an additional candidate in my race that whose last name is Garcia. And, of course, I'm not going to name him, but I can tell you that he's not the candidate you want. And I'll tell you one, <laughs> I'll tell you one last thing. 
he has only a high school education. Not that not that, that is, uh, will exclude anybody from running for politics, but in comparison to what I've done in, in the community, I've basically got two degrees and I've got 34 years of experience. All he's ever done has been a cop and carried a gun and mm. basically criminalized the community through little small misdemeanors and made most of my community unemployable, unable to do the things that you can do whenever you get busted for, you know, a hot check, for uh, wow. ro rolling a joint <laughs> now, uh, you know, those kind of little things. Uh, and it's that's unbelievable. And this is the kind of guy that is actually running against me. And I would hope that after due consideration, uh, you would hope that I'm the best and more experienced and qualified candidate. So I would appreciate your vote for Harris County Commissioner Precinct 2, Roger Garcia. Thank you very much. And I roger that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Well, thank you so much. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll see you as our new commissioner. And if we do, maybe we can get an interview after. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you one little story before I leave. Okay, uh, great. So one of my uh, other son's friends said, hey, I hear your, uh, your, uh, uh, your uh, dad is running for commissioner. And she said, yeah, he is. He said, oh, man, is he going to be able to call Batman? <laughs> <laughs> is he going to have access to the Yeah, yeah, signal? and I said, uh, you know, a uh, son. I'm not running for Commissioner Gordon's spot. You know, that's, <laughs> I'm actually running Kara's County Commissioner, too. Is he going to be able to catch every Pokemon? <laughs> Maybe. But that's it. <laughs> well, okay. great. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you coming in today. And we will talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you.